Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Chad Radcliffe, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get a patron-only podcast called Stories That Will Never Be on the Show. Sign up today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. Hi, this is Pete from Western Australia, and we're all listening to That Story Show. Hey, did I do all right? Oh, mate, nobody's listening anyway. Hey! This is that story show, people. Hallelujah! Yeah. Hey, who's was cooking pizza? I turned into a bat. I flew into this tweet. I left her some guano. Hey, podcast people, this is that story show where we're telling hilarious real life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 337, brought to the week of April 16th. 2020 i'm your host my name is james kennison and my good friend is here hey i'm john and i'm very tired of the word unprecedented <laughs> how about you i i don't know why say it a few more times and let me let me let me get sick of it uh we are in unprecedented times these days oh and this unprecedented event here blah 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 oh, so it's a news is it a news thing it's just a everybody thing. Everybody's saying unprecedented so much. It's making me tired and sick of the word. <laughs> I'm putting it right next to the word moist. Oh man, I I haven't heard it that much. I I don't I don't really watch the news or anything. So and, and that's probably because I'm I'm a scaredy cat. I just no, I no, want to no. I, I, I don't stay. watch the news either. Oh. I just, it's like, maybe it's a church thing. It's like all the church people are saying, well, this is an unprecedented, you know, time of our uh, lives. And it's like, choose a different word. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying. That's like it's my okay. daughter. She has not, she doesn't call this lockdown or quarantine. She's calling it COVID season. So COVID season. So we oh, had man. winter season. We were going to have spring, but instead we have COVID season. So, well, that's neat. That's how she's dealing with it, you know. So yeah, well, that's that. We're, we all deal with it in different ways. We do. But and, you know, what? I got to say something about that awesome intro we had. That was brilliant. Oh yeah, the Aussie, Aussie, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's from nobody's Australia. Listening. Nobody's listening. Yeah, it's good stuff. And and it was an authentic something. <laughs> a didgeridoo. Oh, is that, that's right. I knew it was. Yeah. I knew there was a name. I just didn't know what it was. And if I had thought of that name, I probably would not have said it. 
out of fear <laughs> that it was a bad word in <laughs> Australia. <laughs> oh, I got to go take a didgeridoo. Oh, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, we always right. start with an opening story. Uh, this one's from Agatha, who is age nine from Edinburgh, Scotland. So Edinburgh, we're, we're, we're uh, all over the world today. This is called yeah. Prayer Presumption. She says, Dear John and James, it, I, have on, I have only been a listener for about two weeks, so I'm still in the episodes from 2009, wow. but I still thought I would write in and tell you a story of my own. I was about six when my great uncle and uh, aunt came to Edinburgh in Scotland from the U.S., and they stopped for about a... Uh, they stopped by our flat to have dinner, you know, the apartment there. So we're all sitting down to eat. And my great uncle and aunt said they wanted to say grace before they ate because they're Christians. Well, after they said grace, I loudly exclaimed, what was that? (laughs) (laughs) What in the world was that? (laughs) Tell me. (laughs) There's there's more involved to eating than just eating. Uh, So, she says, I've never been to church in my life, and my family doesn't have a religion. So, yeah, she's like, what the freak is that, dude? So <laughs> my dad bends down to explain to me about what grace was, but I stopped him mid-sentence because, you know, kids figure it out, right? They know more than you. And he, she says, oh, it's okay, Daddy. I know. They must be Muslims. <laughs> so because at school, I had noticed some people from the Muslim Muslim religion and some classmates had explained to us how they had prayers and so on. So I thought my aunt and uncle must be Muslim for sure. (laughs) That was just too much for my dad. And he burst out laughing, but my great uncle and aunt were staring at my mom and dad with a look that said, how are you raising this kid? (laughs) (laughs) How dare you? Where? Yeah. I hope this makes it on the show and hope you get a few laughs out of it. Best wishes for your podcast, Agatha. Well, there you wow. go. Age nine. Can you believe she's putting out that's, a story like that? Well, that's fantastic and so well written. I know. We find out what's in the water there in Edinburgh, Scotland, and and, and port it over for our, our grade school kids here in America. There we go. Edinburgh, Scotland. It's, it's, uh, I, that would have been the only better thing. You just made me think of it. If she had called it in or recorded it with mm. her, her little girl, Scottish accent, that would have been the best thing ever. That would have been, that would have been amazing. I'm going to put out a challenge to somebody from Scotland. If you are listening to this show, you need to send us an intro, just like the Aussie guy did this thing. Hi, this is Pete from Western Australia. Yeah. Send us one of those from Scotland. With, yeah. with your best Scottish accent, the thicker the better. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Don't send us ones that aren't real. We I actually got one this week that I think I'm going to play um, during the <laughs> stories that'll never make it on the show. It'll be it'll be our first audio clip ever. Ooh, and cool it's a kid that, and I love the kid. He's a great kid, but he tried to do a German accent and and tried to do it convincingly. Like, oh, oh. like, as if I would, like, uh, he really thought I would believe he was a, a German kid. And he probably is German, but he has no German accent. So um, <laughs> we'll play He's, that later. But anyway. Yeah, join join the patron club to get that one, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Brand new podcast that we're doing just for patrons, just to say thank you, just to give them that little extra 
and to give us a place to put all the stories that no one ever would hear otherwise, you know? Mm, yeah. So, speaking of which, let's uh, rewind the week. All right. Uh, this one is me, and uh, it's my turn. And um, my weekly update is that I, I still am doing Weight Watchers. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I've been doing it since right before Christmas sometime, I think. And, uh, awesome. yeah, it, it's, it's not awesome. Um, but thank you for <laughs> saying so. It's a, it's a challenge, you know, it, you, 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 you got points that you count every week or every day for each meal. And, and, and it's, right. it, 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 it's fun in a way that it, I can't describe uh because it's not mm. it's not fun um it's just easy <laughs> it's easy okay but okay. here's the thing here's the thing that's really bugging me is i've i've lost 15 pounds and if i went up and told somebody they would be they would look at me like i was crazy um <laughs> because why, why? why you know why because i'm still fat <laughs> jeez yeah, i've lost I'm- i've lost 15 pounds and I'm still fat. That's not that's not the way it should work. When you lose 15 pounds, you ought to look like you lost 15 pounds. And and I'm so I'm so overweight that 15 pounds looks like nothing. No one has commented. No one has said anything. Aww. And and it's it's just not fair. And it's not right. And so I wanted to crap on it just a little while, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> just to vent <laughs> about how frustrating it is. It's taken me months of work and effort and self-sacrifice and struggle to lose these 15 pounds. And for what? Uh, I, I mean, I've gone up a couple of belt buckle holes, you know? Um, yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's, that's progress. I can put on my own socks without holding my breath. You know, when I, when I bring my foot up to my knee, you know, there's a lot of benefits that I notice. Um, it's a lot easier to reach around and wash the, the nether regions and stuff. And um, it, it is an incredible change, but you can't see it from the outside. And I'm uh, just, just the idea that I've lost 15 pounds and I'm still fat. It's like oh. if my wife lost 15 pounds, she would be a stick. They would have to put her in a hospital somewhere, you know? <laughs> right. It, right. It, it, but for me, it's like, oh, I can't hardly still get my wedding ring off. You're still fat, James. Congratulations on 15 pounds. Eventually, wow. they'll send me a little, a little. Uh, they they have these little keychain things that they send you. I got one at five pounds. I got one at ten pounds, and I'll okay. get, I'll get one at 15 pounds. My wife got on uh, Weight Watchers, and her goal was to lose six pounds. And she just reached her goal last week, and they sent her her first pin, which was a five-pound pin, and then in the next envelope, they sent her her gold pin, which was bright gold and looked like it had a little diamond in it. And I'm Dad like, Dad, gum it! I haven't even got my fifteen yet, and I've got another. I got like a hundred pounds to lose. It just, <laughs> it just irritates me. Does it get anybody else's goat that you could lose yeah. a whole person? I mean, I know people that are 15 pounds in total. You know, there's bags of dog food that weigh that much, but yet hmm. I'm still fat. So I'm well, just maybe 
LBB of the week should... is weight loss. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. I think maybe here, I just got a plan for you. Set your goals lower. Set them at those five pound intervals <laughs> and get, so that you get that gold keychain every time you get I'm the so dang jealous of that thing. It makes me sick. I, I want to be mad at her. I really do. <laughs> she, she, uh. <laughs> I want to be mad at her because I'm so jealous because it's like you got your five pound pin and your gold pin at the same time. It's not right. I didn't want to see it. It's like a spoiler. <laughs> I wanted it, I wanted it to come later, much later. But yeah. I, oh, I've got so much still to go. It's just not mm-hmm. fair. They say that when you're my size, you got to lose about 35 pounds before people start noticing. Really? Yeah. And well, does your wife notice? Because I mean, yes, she does. And I'm wearing double X shirts again from triple X, you know. And so there, yeah. there are changes. My pants don't fit. They, they fit loosely. You know, I don't have to hold my breath to button them up. You know, there are a ton of benefits already. Uh, I'm eating better. You know, uh, yeah. I, I'm, I, my my body's functioning better. It's not as hard to climb the steps. I'm not carrying a 15 pound bag of dog food around on me. You know, everywhere, oh, dude. So I, but I'm mad about it. You know me. I can't be happy about anything. <laughs> I got to be negative. And so it's like, hallelujah, you lost 15 pounds. Congratulations. You're still a fat cow. So, <laughs> oh man. So, anyway, that's all I got. Other than NarthexCon coming up in June, I don't know if it's coming or not, people. So, let's just crap about that too. June 20th, you thought it was safe. You thought that nothing could touch it, but the coronavirus is coming to get us all, people. And it might wipe out June 20th, but it might not. They might let us go. But even if they do, it might be early. Maybe it's the time they just say, oh, screw it. The economy can't take this anymore. Let's just go out and dance with each other. Well, we're going to do it, and we can meet up on (laughs) June 20th at NarthexCon. And if you haven't gotten the COVID-18 or 19 or whatever it is, then you can get it at NarthexCon. I guarantee you. (laughs) We will help you. If you're uh, you're as sick of this crap as I am. And you're just ready to get sick and die, then come on. <laughs> uh, well, that was unprecedented. <laughs> I'm just a little I'm a little I'm a little hyped up today. And I'll tell oh, you why. Man. I'll tell you tell why. Me. Because I live in St. Louis, and St. Louis is one of the most self-centered, uh, egotistical little pieces of crap cities in the world. <laughs> And I say little because it's not little. It's a big city. But my neighbors today have drug out all kinds of audio equipment and they have set up in their front yard. I don't even want to yell very loud because they might be able to hear me because I sure as freak can hear them. They're out there playing some sort of garage jazz music. Did I say garage? I meant garbage music. There's a, a drum set, there's a bongos, there's freaking a keyboard, and they're out there just waving at people as they walk past, and my wife's upstairs trying to get work done, I'm trying to record a podcast, and I'm just like, you daggum hipsters, daggum you all, you know? So LBB of the week is me, me and my fat butt. 
because I'm mad at everybody. I'm I'm mad at at the the virus. I'm mad at being stuck at at the house. I'm mad because they had a great idea to go out and bless people with their music on the same exact moment that I tried to record a podcast. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that one. Uh, I mean, I know they didn't that- mean it. I know they didn't mean it. I just, it's just, it's just the way my luck is. I've told you guys over the years about why I don't do anything bad. It's not because I'm a good person. It's because I got bad luck. And and this is just the way my luck works out. It's like they just had this idea. Let's go outside and play music for everybody in the neighborhood. We'll be a joy. It'll be a blessing. At exactly four thirty when James is sitting down to do his podcast. It'll be great. <laughs> right across the street. Right over there. And thankfully well, you guys can't hear him apparently. John says he can't hear him. Oh, but well. I can. And it's very repetitive. Because it's a music machine and they're playing right along with it. So, oh, cool. Not, so it's not, it's even, not cool, John. Why are you on their side? I'm not saying it's that cool. I'm, I'm saying <laughs> sarcastically. Yeah. Oh, cool. It's yeah. it's it's not that it's even that live. It's kind of canned with live. Yeah, because they just have this keyboardist guy going boop, little, little, and 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 you know they just my luck. My luck. You want to talk about my luck? My luck is yeah. they find the show this week. That's no, no. no. Your luck is that they're already listeners, they're, and then they're going to discover that <laughs> you're their neighbor. Maybe they already listen, and they're and they know what they're doing. Ah, there you go. I'll even go all there the way over there. So there you yeah. go. Anyway, uh, I wanted to take a second. Oh, go ahead, John. I'm sorry. I, I was. I just wanted to seriously invite people to Narthex Con, um, 2020. It's June 20th. If they're letting us out of our homes by that time, it's going to be going on at the Melvin Theater, and it's going to be a blast. Um, if we you have won't to get coronavirus there, no, we won't give fair. it to you. I promise. We we'll practice uh, safe uh, distancing and and all that kind of stuff. Um, we'll do we'll do elbow bumps and and high five not high fives I'll, foot I'll, fives I'll wear a mask I'll do all the things that we're supposed to do you won't be able to tell if I'm happy or not because I'll be wearing a surgical mask draw a picture on the face of your mask yeah my my son did that he had a yellow one his his grandma made him and he put Bart Simpson's grin on it <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> it is pretty awesome. <laughs> He drew it with a marker, so I don't have a cow, man. Yeah, Yeah, eat my shorts. Eat my shorts. But uh, (laughs) so anyway, what do you have for a weekly update there? Because my weekly update is actively going on right across the street and actively sitting in my chair, being fifteen pounds lighter. Well, no, that active part is actually gone because you've lost it. So congratulations. Well, thank you. Congratulations on being fat. I wonder if those little things that they give you, do they weigh five pounds each? They should. Because they should. They should. <laughs> this is what you were carrying around last week. You put it on your keychain and you weigh the same amount. That would be yeah. a brilliant idea. Well, I, I tell you, this is my this is my weekly update from uh, actually a few weeks ago. During uh, my move and stuff, I was selling a bunch of stuff on Facebook, which is really cool and helpful. Cool. And um, I sold this picture to uh, I sold this picture to a lady named Cindy Crawford. Wow! I, I kid you not, her name was Cindy Crawford. That's crazy because 
there was a Cindy Crawford on the board at the last church that I worked at. Is that right? Yeah. And it was a girl and everything. Yeah, well, this was a girl, Cindy Crawford. And for most of those who probably are wondering, who in the world is Cindy Crawford? She was like a, <laughs> she used to be. A supermodel. Uh, a supermodel, right. Yeah, yeah. And every, you know, every guy who's our age knows her, her name. Cindy Crawford, she, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's, she's a fine lady. Um, so I was, you know, first of all, I was like, oh, this is awesome. I'm going to go, you know, sell this thing, picture to Cindy Crawford. And um, <laughs> she works at Great Clips. And um, and so I, was, I said, all right, I'm going to, told my wife, I'm going to go drop this off to Cindy Crawford at Great Clips. And tell, tell Amy this. And she's like, she gave me this really seriously. She says, please don't make any Cindy Crawford <laughs> jokes. Don't say anything about her being Cindy Crawford. <laughs> I'm like, well, thank you for that. I guess I won't. <laughs> that's that's not the whole of it because because once I got to uh, the great clips, I walk in and you know there's people getting their haircuts and stuff like that, and and um and I um I I step up to the front counter and the lady says, "Are, are you here for an appointment?" And I'm like, "I've got no hair on top of my head. <laughs> How many bald dudes walk into?" <laughs> To a great clips for a haircut. It's true. Um, I don't know. Maybe there's a lot of them to get their eyebrows trimmed or their ear hairs shaved or whatever. I don't know. But anyways, I, I thought that was weird. I said, no, I'm just here to see Cindy Crawford. Said, just, oh, yeah, Cindy will be with you in just a minute. It's like, <laughs> so I sold my, my, my picture, uh, not my picture of me, but I, I sold something to Cindy Crawford. That's a claim to fame. And oh, I, man. That's my story. Uh, Sticking I, to it. I used to work with a girl. She she came to our church to be a, uh, 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 what do you call it? Uh, uh, an attorney, not an attorney. What do you call intern? it? Intern. Intern. Thank you. Goodness. An attorney. <laughs> an attorney. She would have, <laughs> I would have been in trouble with this, but her name was Amy Grant. Oh no. Yeah. And she had been raised her whole <laughs> life in church and had heard oh, man. every Amy Grant joke that was possible. And I mm. I must have retold every single one of them because I was relentless. <laughs> oh, man. This is Amy Grant, you know. Amy Grant came to church to intern for you. Yes. That's, that's amazing. It was awesome. So anyway, thanks, John. Um, I want to thank a few patrons real quick. Nate St. Clair edited their pledge from $12 to $15. Uh, so thank you for doing that. Jordan Medina, Med Jordan Medina, it's not even a hard name, became a $5 patron. Chad Radcliffe also joined up for five bucks. So thank you so much. And we'll yeah. say your name too, if you jump on over to patreon.com slash that story show and that's sign awesome up. thanks jordan chad and nate every little bit helps you, you know yeah. it's it's like a super vote of confidence every time uh yeah. we also got some itunes reviews brought to you by mypodcastreviews.com where you can get podcast reviews sent right to your email from wherever they're sent from it's awesome it and so some of these uh, were brand new and came from a whole different place other than iTunes. But uh, one of them says, hi, it's my favorite show. I look forward to the show every week. It's one of my favorites. I've been listening to James Kennison for a long time now, poor guy. It's yeah. good, clean comedy, Kathy 425. Uh, and then one says, it's so funny. It's the bad po best podcast ever. And then th I love this one. They gave us five stars, but it says not as bad. That was the title. 
The stories are way too long, but it's good. <laughs> little Jaden, one, two, three. So thank you, little Jaden, for, well, for that Anyhow. heartfelt review. Yeah. I uh, also like to thank S. Evangeline, uh, Flash Smash, Kane Brink, Big, uh, Emily R. M. Main, Jameson Miller, Marisol Capra, Christopher Tiny Sullivan, Jay Holly, I'm Hungry, and Anish Vaz. Yeah, I don't know. Those are all the names of the people that gave us reviews this week. So Wow. Yeah. Well, thanks, all of them. They're amazing. Anish. Anish. Oh, I'm hungry. Anish Vas. So I don't know. Um, I think it's time for us to move on to a featured story. Let's do it. Let me tell y'all a story. Let me tell y'all a story. This week, John said, please make room in the schedule. Yes. For me to tell my favorite story of all time. And so story that shall go down in the annals of history. I hope annals? so. Annals? Annals. 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 Yeah. Oh, sorry. I said the wrong word. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> well, James, I so we we didn't we didn't get to do a show last week, and I do apologize for that. That was that was the week of Easter and and it was, it's tough to do stuff on Easter week. This was the first, it's an unprecedented kind of week. Ah, oh, right. sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Thanks. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I was busy adulting. So. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I got to give credit to the chat room folks for that because they were saying that uh, unprecedented is the new adulting. Uh, and it's true. It is for me. So. Uh, yeah. But I, uh, last week, I actually had uh, something happen. Um, so, so y'all, you know, I'm, I, I bought this new house. Okay. Yeah. It's not a new house. It's new to me. The house was built in the seventies and it, it has issues that a, a 40 something year old house would have. Mm. Um, one of those issues is, is that it's, it's out kind of in the, in the, in the woods a little bit and that's okay. I like it because I like, I like being out in the middle of nowhere. Are you going to have to buy a riding lawnmower? I am. No, no, actually I'm not because I have a friend who found one that was not in great working condition and he made it in great working condition. So I don't have to buy Well, I do have to buy, you know, pay him for his, his service and his work on it, but it's not going to be as much as the new riding lawnmower. That's let me nice. tell you that. Much. That's nice. Yes. So uh, I'll just go ahead and thank Mr. Dean for. Hey, for, Mr. For Dean, that. you're getting some free advertising right yeah. here on the show. He's a retired man, a good man, and uh, he's a retired man. man. Good guy. You should check yes. him out on iTunes or, <laughs> or wherever good guys are sold. So that's right. That's right. Doing things for peoples, but uh, this this house had been um, it, it had been alone for a while. Oh, and and some of the wildlife had had begun to make their home within this house. And encroaching uh, upon your premises, upon my premises. And um, one of the things that I had quickly noticed, uh, you know, even during the inspection process is that the inspector said, hey, there's there's looks there appears to be some animal wildlife that has been living in your attic space. Mm. I thought, well, OK, that's not, you know, that, that's, you know, it's OK. No, I can deal with that. Mm -mm. He didn't say that he saw anything living there. He just said it looked like they had lived there. And so I uh, I was like, okay. And he's, he had some pictures of some areas in the 
and the uh, the well, attic insulation, little, little couch set up, and the lamp and couch. stuff. Yeah, some some empty cans and yeah. uh, you know a couple pizza boxes, <laughs> little tiny ones. You know, like yeah. squirrels would eat from. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, okay, well, you know, eventually I'll I'll take care of that. You know, I'll just get an exclusion company to come out and you know uh, take care of that. So, um, and so I was up there taking care of some some things, and I saw I I, I saw that yes, definitely there have been animals in there and um i i i put my hand up on on a on a rafter or the trusses within them and i and i saw something that gave me a little fright it was the the tail of a snake Ah! and um and there it was just kind of in my attic and Ah! i thought how unprecedented uh that i would have a snake in my attic and i didn't think a whole lot of it because we had just moved into the house and i thought and he was crawling away, and I thought, okay, well, he's gone. He's good. He's gone. I don't. I'm not. I, I can't do anything <laughs> about that. Okay. I didn't. Let me tell you. I'm gonna whisper this. I did not tell my wife. I was about to say, <laughs> you better all. not tell your wife because if I told my wife, we would be out of the house. She the, she she would set fire to it. She would. Yeah. The, uh, that, and that's what I was concerned about. I had seen some wildlife up there in the form of that snake, and oh. I said. I'm going to make a phone call. I'm going to make a phone call today. Today. And so I did a little research and again, not telling my wife why, but <laughs> I, I, uh, have you I, still I, to this day, not told her about the snake? Uh, I have told her. Okay. Okay. I, okay. Just so you know, but okay. she's in, she's in the other room and I don't want her to hear me talking about <laughs> it right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be like, you knew about that snake for three weeks. <laughs> You knew it was up there, and all in my defense, I did not. I thought it had left. Oh my gosh, okay. John! Yeah, this is probably going to be the next thing. But I, I found this company called Exceptional Wildlife, and they're not a sponsor of our show, but they should be because I can't say enough good things about them. They're unprecedentedly exceptional. They're exceptional, exceptional. They even have a cool logo, which I, I complimented the owner the other day. Uh, they were back out yesterday, but um, they sent Matt out. Matt went up there, took a look around, and says, "Yeah, we're going to get this taken care of for you." And he Ugh. he sealed up every possible entrance along the roof line that any animal could possibly get in. Ugh. And then he said, "I'm going to leave some traps up there because there's a good chance that whatever was living in your attic still, is still there." Still there. Yeah. So I was like, I I doubt it because you know they probably all gone. No, you know, no, no, they're there. there, they're still there. Yeah. Mm. So I, I fell asleep on the couch that night. I couldn't, and I woke up early in the morning and I heard these footsteps crawling through the attic, not crawling, oh. but running through the attic. <laughs> <laughs> and he set he set these really large rat traps. You know what those look like, right? Yeah. And I was laying on on the bed, and I heard one of them go pop. Oh. And and I have like I had like zero insulation in my attic, so it was just bouncing across the sheetrock in the in the attic. And I was like, oh well, I guess there was something up there. And I <laughs> emphasized the word was, and um and then I heard the footsteps again, and they were running around. Oh my god! And, and then I heard another one go off. I was like, all right, this is not funny. This is this, uh, this thing is, is just shirking off traps like nothing. <laughs> yeah, just so I'm like, either there's a lot of them up there. There's a there's a whole you know family or something, or this thing is too big to get caught in these yeah. traps. Yeah, 
And um, so I called Matt up. I was like, hey, I heard a couple of those traps go off, uh, you know, and uh, what do you think? He said, well, if if there's something in them, then you caught them. And if there's not, it's probably something bigger and I'll bring a different trap. Oh. And uh, so I went up there and cautiously looked around and oh. uh, I saw nothing. I saw the sprung traps, but I saw nothing. Nothing on them. Nothing so on them. Yeah, nothing. It. Nothing was there. And I was kind of glad because I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't like dead See, things in my uh, This is where you and I differ and we're just going to have to differ because if it comes in my house, it's got to die. And until it does, I can't rest. <laughs> I can't rest. But disposing of them is just, you know, and, and something dead in a trap, it's just I, I can handle it. I can yeah. handle that part. I'll drive out there for you and help you out. Okay. Because well, if it's dead, that is a glorious, wonderful thing. Yeah. Ugh. Well, he he came back and he brought a couple of these bigger traps that you know things can crawl in and Ugh. and 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 be trapped within and live catching. You know, it'll catch them live. Yeah. And so Why he not? said, he told me that if it catches it, he will take it far, far away and make and sure that shoot it, it is with a gun. <laughs> he didn't say that. Shoot but he it. Kind of implied it. <laughs> it it turned out though that. That uh, the the animal that was living in my attic expired. Oh, um, before before it could get caught, and so we we began to smell things and oh and gosh, not great. But he came out right away and he took care of that and he said, "Well, I think we got it." What was and, it? Um, it was a squirrel. Oh, there was a squirrel running around in my attic and that that leads me to the next the rest of the story uh, so remember how i told you i had seen a snake yeah and apparently i have not forgotten was, you have not forgotten. i have not forgotten about the snake no so so here's the snake story so <laughs> apparently i had seen a rat snake oh. which uh, they're they're known for climbing up into houses and they gotta and be for, big are they big uh, yes. Oh, because they eat rats, man. They got to be big. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home, and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. They, they, they're big and long. Oh! <laughs> I mean, they're not like a boa constrictor or anything, but they're they're big like that. They're long. Um, I'm like freaking and, out right now. Like I feel like there's stuff crawling up underneath my office chair. I'm not even gonna okay. lie. There's there's nothing there. I promise. Okay. I can't tell you. But so so Matt had the the exceptional wildlife. He he came out. He closed up the house. And the next part of their project that I had asked them to do was to clean and sanitize my my attic they call it attic remediation yes amen uh, they, amen they that sounds good all the poop 
and because yeah. uh, yeah. there was a lot in there. Oh, and uh, got all the old insulation out, and so they they hallelujah. They were, That's a great service. I love. Oh that. yes, love I that. have nothing but good things to say about what these guys did. Um, they sprayed stuff in there, but before they did that, there's a couple things in that attic I needed to do. Like I was running power over to another part of the wall and I had to in, install a couple light switches there's and stuff like that. up there, John. So I didn't know that. I thought that he was gone. Oh, John. The thing about these snakes they, is- They never they, leave, man. They're not gone until they're dead. They're, they're not gone until they're gone because apparently they're very lazy. And they just go to where the food was. And for the last however many years, there was food in my attic. Just so coming in to see him. Yeah. He didn't have there. to do nothing. Dude was living in my attic. Ugh. So I just, you know, happily going up and down, been in, uh, in and out of that attic a ton of times over the last, last weekend. And then I think it was, I think it was Tuesday, Gosh. Tuesday, I went in there and I was going to trounce back to the the back side of the hey, attic there you don't trounce around a snake john i i didn't know he was there i didn't i didn't <laughs> yes you did you did know there and i and i and i stepped forward and i looked down and balled up into this big huge <laughs> mass of Sneakiness. black tangly snakiness <laughs> is is this the snake uh, he's, he's just sitting there Oh, and I'm like, in the name of Jesus, no! <laughs> I I'm not gonna lie. I may have soiled myself a little bit when I saw that because I was thinking this thing's gonna jump back. Gosh, yes! And so I sneak down back the stairs and I'm kind of <sighs> freaking out a little bit. Like, what am I gonna do? There's a snake in my attic. What do I do? And he's just laying there. Because oh. last time he was on a, on a mission, he was moving out. He was yeah. crawling through the rafters, and I was like, that's fine. Just leave. Go. Oh, uh, but this time he's just laying there. And so I, uh, I said, I got to do something about this. I got to get the snake out of here. And, uh, and I, and I called Matt up and I said, Matt, there's, there's a snake in the attic. And he says, well, it's probably a rat snake. Yeah. And, and you know, he's just there because that's where the food was. Yeah. And, um, and I said, what should I do? And he said, well, uh, we'll be back tomorrow No, and we can, we take care Tonight. of it. And I was like, I, I can't do that. <laughs> Yeah, I, he, and it's it's interesting because Matt's not a big snake person. This guy will, will wrestle beavers to the ground. Yeah, um, he'll he'll pull things out of attics that are nasty, like dead raccoons and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but uh, but but snakes is not his thing. Okay, and uh, and I was like, you know what? I can do this. I can take care. I don't like. I'm not a big snake fan. I'm just going to tell you. But I said I can take care of this. I'm going to do something for these guys. They're coming out and doing me a service by. By cleaning my attic, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that that snake is not waiting on them. So I said, James, I said to my son, James, I'm going to catch him. Okay. And, um, so I went up there, I put my gloves on. I got a couple plastic bags. I was like saying, I'm going to, I'm going to catch it. Cause I've seen, you I know, got a flash seen, water and a tennis racket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to go. I, I had a I've sandwich. Steve Irwin do it before. He caught snakes all the time. And I've seen with trash bags. Yeah. Bill Rowe do it on 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 dirty jobs. I was thinking if Bill yeah. Rowe can do it, I can do it. All right, get up and there. So I was ready, and I was like, my heart's beating because oh, it's a snake, yes. and I'm freaking out a little bit. But I know if I trap its head and pin it down, I can just grab it right behind oh! its, its neck. You are not a Christian. You are not a Christian, John. <laughs> you don't now touch listen. a snake. <laughs> listen, 
There are some religions, some <laughs> Christian religions that this is part of their work. I know, and they're not Christians. <laughs> I I am not one of those kind of people either. But I was I was like, I gotta get this thing out because it was laying there and I was thinking maybe it's dead because no. it didn't move. I went up and down the stairs a couple times. It didn't move. I even I pulled James up there. I was like, hey, James, oh, check yeah. out the snake. Yeah, here, John. Hey, yeah. James, here's some bait, snake. Come on. He's like, nah. He's like, I'm not going up there to check that out. He said, I could see it from here. And so I got this. There's this pole in my in my attic that I was actually up there to get put up. And um, I I trapped it. I, I walked up around behind it where it was balled up on the, on right on top of the insulation in the mm-hmm. house there. Mm-hmm. And I and I trapped, I stuck that pole down on that thing's neck and I held it down. And then I heard, I heard this noise and it was going. Oh, good Lord. And that's when the adrenaline started to flow. Oh, okay? no. At this, up until this point, I was going to catch that thing and I was going to release it back into the wild. Oh. So that maybe some bird of prey could catch it in my yard or something. I don't know. No. But then I heard that rattling. Oh. And I was like. Oh no, this is not good. And so James was was up there. He was standing on the uh, the attic stairs. You know those pull down stairs that you have. Yeah. And uh, he's standing there, and I'm like, James, you gotta you gotta go get your BB gun. <laughs> and so he's like, because as I'm staring at this thing, I'm starting to to notice this pattern that's oh. on it. It was a black snake at first, right? Yeah. But then I'm starting to see this pattern. I'm like, oh no, I I didn't just trap the head of a of a venomous snake, did I? And I'm starting to freak out, and this is where the fear is starting to kick in. Uh-huh. It's like I've got it. I've got to kill this thing because yeah. if if I let its head go, it's going to strike at me or something. It's like I'm not our ready little for raptor. That. It's going to destroy you. Oh yeah. So it's you know I hear that that rattling that that tail and stuff, and I was like I got to do this. And so he runs out to the shed and he comes back. He's like I don't have any BBs for my BB gun. <laughs> I was like oh no, <laughs> because and and thinking it through, if I had actually shot it. It, the the BB probably would have gone through the attic and, and into the house, and then I would have to explain that. So I said, and I didn't want this, but th- I said, James, get my knife. Oh, no. So oh, went into my room. It better be a long knife. <laughs> it's one of those those folding buck knives, you know. Oh, no. <laughs> has a lock blade, right? And... um. So he gets me my knife and he he's like he has it open and he's ready. He's like he's not wanting to come close to me. I'm like just just throw it over to me. So and I said close it up first because I don't want to get stabbed. In the yeah. head. I still have the head of this snake pinned and I'm, uh, I'm it's pinned very hard. How are you gonna open a buck knife with one hand? Well, it's one of those fast open. Oh, okay, ones. okay. Kind of flick it Thank open, God so. for little little things like that. Yeah. So so. I, you know, I, he throws it to me. I catch it. It's like a thing out of an action movie. Everything's kind of slow motion. He throws it. The knife kind of comes sailing through the air over, over and through the attic and into my hand. I catch it and I flip it out and I'm like, Oh, I don't want to do this because I, you gotta know, man, I don't like to take the life of anything. What? You need to get over that now. This thing wouldn't think twice of poisoning you to death. I I just was this like is this, a, this is survival of the fittest, man. <laughs> you gotta get over that. Kill the dang no, no. thing. Kill it in the story. Hurry, because I can't handle it. <laughs> okay, so I take the knife and I start to stick it into this thing's head, Ugh. and it gets away. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm freaking done. I'm gone. It's done. <laughs>
I can't do this anymore. Oh, it doesn't end there, though. It better. It it get it gets it gets bad, but then it gets better because as it slips out of my. I just hate, my, I, I just hate you right now. I just, <laughs> you want me to skip to the, the end? <laughs> just go in. Just okay, continue. Here we go. Here we go. It, it, it slips out, and it starts making a beeline towards my son, James. No! Okay, who is at the attic stairs. Of and course. I said, James, run. Run. And he runs out of the house. He <laughs> runs through the door i don't even know i just hear him running out and i hear he's him out, yelling a little bit he's out running the snake of course he's, he's he did he's, he's the only sane person in your family that's why <laughs> now, i should have known at this point that the snake wasn't gonna strike at me but i i still had jumped back a little bit and, and it was going in a different direction i was like i can't let this thing free in my attic again no i have to do something about it so i this is the last I stand use that pole that i had and i i wrestled it towards myself james was out of the house i had no idea where he went i, I pulled it back to myself how far away i how far away had he got i'll tell you that i'll tell you in a minute he was still running i'm telling you it was what was happening anyway i have toy store vhs is just strewn all over my office i want you to know i was ripping stuff off the shelves <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry because you thought there was something in them. No, just because I can't handle this story. It's, all right, it's, man. It, go ahead, keep going. I'm all right. I'm just it's almost. It's almost over. Oh. I will. I'll skip the grizzly parts and I'll just say that I was no, able to. I want the grizzly parts. I want all of it. I just really the, the part about it trying to come after you and your son. It's the part okay. it, I couldn't handle it getting away. Well, it was trying. To, it was trying to flee for its life because uh, it knew what was coming. Good, that's it good. Knew thing. that I was the, and and this is the part I feel terrible about, but I was able to wrestle it back down and pin its head All and right. then remove the head from yes. it with my knife. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, it was disgusting. Oh, and gross. I bet. And I bet it a, was. A stain in my attic that that it that, left there. That is a blessed stain. That's that's where that's where angels came and, <laughs> and guided your hand. Oh yeah, I was. I apologized to the snake as I no. said. I'm so sorry about this. You're like, okay. what are you a Nate? Are you a are you a? Uh, an, I don't know. Are you? Are, are you? <laughs> I don't even know what to ask you. Why? Why would idiot, you say? Why would you say sorry to it? it I was, felt terrible. I was taking this thing's life. Uh, it, all it was doing was eating squirrels in my attic. Snake! And, it's an evil snake. It, it's venomous. Yeah. It needs to die. It lives in your house. It. it you're not a thing. southerner. That's the thing. I've <laughs> just realized it. It's you're not a southerner. <laughs> By God, everybody who's Southern that's listening to this show, you're on my side and you know it. You've been freaking out just like me the whole time. John is not a Southerner. He lives there, but he's not one. I don't know. I don't know what I am. I don't know. Uh, my parents are from Chicago. Does that help? Yeah. I don't know. You see, you just don't have the right mind for this. You did it, though. So proud of you. Uh, I did it. I got it. That thing smelled bad. Oh, kill uh, it. 
I got it outside and I'm, I, I go out the door and I'm like, James, I'm looking around for him. He's gone. I'm like, James. And then I look down by the road and he's down by the road at the very, as far away from the house as he can get. He apparently had been calling for help uh, across the street because the neighbors were outside and he's like, help. And they weren't listening to him. So he's like, dad, I called for help, but I, nobody would come. See that your son's Southern. He knows. He is. He's born and raised in Georgia. That's right. Yeah, proud of him. Dead gum he it. said a prayer for his dad because he didn't know if this snake was going to eat him oh, alive or not. You better be praying when and, there's uh, a snake around. And oh. and again, I'm still feeling terrible. I'm explaining to James that we don't kill animals just for fun. No, no, we don't do it for fun. But we do it because it when they come in the house, they have forfeited their life. They've forfeited their right to be a citizen of the of, planet. Of the planet, yes. Well, it, the snake, I got to tell you, it, it turned out it was not a rattlesnake. And I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed how, to say how, that I killed a docile, harmless how rat How is it snake. rattling? Well, apparently their tail, what happened was, and this is what I can guess, is its tail was underneath the insulation. Mm. And, and there's, you know, the, how insulation has paper backing on it. Yeah. Well, it was shaking its tail. Didn't have a rattler on it, but it was shaking its tail. Sounded like one. It sounded like it rattling up against that paper backing, which is... Uh, he was trying to that. trick you, and so he deserved to die the death of a rattlesnake. He was trying well, to trick you. I know this. I know how snakes think. They, they. There's definitely a Bible verse about that. We, <laughs> we, we, we picked it up the snake, and it was, it was as long as James is tall. Oh my so gosh! It was five feet easy oh and, um i was like we got to go take care of this you know i i don't, I don't know what i don't know what you do with it oh, dead snake burn so it. burn it with we went, fire mm, i we took it out back the far back side of the property is a couple acres away and we found a nice shady spot underneath a pine tree and i started <laughs> to dig a hole and it was too hard to dig <laughs> so i found a sandy location and uh then I dug a hole there, and we we buried it, and and said a couple words, and and put a little cross marker. I it. saw that cross on <laughs> on freaking Facebook, and I asked, I was like, "Is it a Christian freaking a snake? What the heck? You got a Christian no. burial?" He, he just got a yeah, <laughs> I, uh, a couple of sticks in the shape of a cross. That is, and just because you know, I don't know what to do with that. I, I if you look at it a certain way, it looks like an X. So there, that's that. <laughs> X marks the spot. So there's a head headless snake, and and uh, well, yeah, I buried the head with it, thinking you know maybe that would. Yeah, I yeah. just hope it doesn't come back for me. That way, so. on on Judgment Day, they could be resurrected together. So the yeah. final judgment when they go to hell. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> they can be together as as body and head. That's yeah. important. John. Uh, this is terrible. This I is, apologize. I mean, I was there with you through the whole thing. It was horrible. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I, I, please I'm please not don't a, feel bad about what you had to do. You did. Okay. You did what any man would do in 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 that in that situation. And you you are you are more of a man because you did it. Well, I know that someone out there is like a snake lover. And they're gonna hate me for you know, and and rightly so. I understand. I you know, no. there's got to be a better way. There's more people 
See, see, people that like r- reptiles and snakes and stuff, they know this. They know they're a little weird. <laughs> they know it. And they're cool with it. Because that, that, that sets them apart. They know they have a liking for things that most people think are icky and gross. And they're cool with that. So they're not going to get offended about what I'm saying. Um, but the rest of us know that snakes need to die. <laughs> <laughs> all of especially them especially when they're in your attic in, in in the attic in the chicken coop um anywhere mm. anywhere mm. i've had snakes creep up on me in my whole life and every one of them that i ever saw died so <laughs> is that right that's right i have a perfect track record and, and they all deserved it because they all mm. cross paths with me there's only well, one, man. there's only one that I never got. And that was, he crawled inside of a hole in the side of my house in oh. Florida. And, uh, it was, it was luckily a, uh, part of the house that was a, a, a potted plant area. Like it, hmm. it just an old retro sixties feature of the house that it had a bedding, you know, area for, for wow. bushes and plants and stuff. And it got up in the stucco behind it, and I never got that one. But oh goodness, I thought about yeah. it. All. I thought about it a lot. Yeah, those things are gross. I don't like them. <sighs> they stink. And uh, there's one less one in this world, and it's not in my attic. So man, there my we heart go. is racing. It is. <laughs> it is racing. Well, I feel you, man. I I was I was there. Maybe maybe you lost another five through that story. I don't know, but uh, if if that's the case, and then uh, I, I have partial ownership just, of that pen. If, that I just want to take a second and just say, if, if there are any snakes out there that are listening, I just want to let you know that un- unlike every other animal in the world, you are evil. <laughs> you yes. are from, you're from the devil. And you deserve to die. And Ooh. John is your reckoning. <laughs> so... <laughs> So if you're if you feel like I do about snakes, and you're a snake yourself, do me do yourself a favor and kill yourself. Oh, snakes! Yes, snakes. I'm not talking about people that love them. I'm talking about snakes themselves. If you're a snake and you're listening to my voice right now, I want you to do everything you can to run outside and get run over by a car, or let John chop your head off. <laughs> but don't just, come to my house. Just don't come no. to my house. Because you do not belong near me. All right. And with that, we'll say goodnight with that. Okay. Anyway, I'm oh, done with perfect. my altar call. But that was that was a true and honest, uh, just from my heart to every snake out there. Just please. Snakes all across the world yes, are all over running the, world the aisles. And, and, and come up to the altar and decapitate yourself. So. Gee whiz. Oh, oh. Gosh, John. I can't imagine. I cannot imagine. I, I I don't know that I could have done it. I really don't. I mean, I think my fear would have forced me. Like, I couldn't have handled it being up there and me living downstairs. And so I would have, I don't know. I, I probably <laughs> would have. Why? why I just, I would have had to have. I, I don't know that I could have. I would have just screamed for the dude until he came. You know, what did you yeah. say his name was? Matt. 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 Yeah. Matt. I'd have just, I'd have straight on cried. I'd have wept on the phone until he came. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I got to say, 
I, I, I was kind of proud of myself that I was able to face that. But uh, the next night after, uh, or yeah, the very next night, actually, um, I had to cut into my, my, um, you know, the, the fascia on your soffit. Okay. So you've got your, you got your roof line and then where the roof meets the, the side of the house is your soffit and there's a fascia. I had to pull part of that off so I could try to drill a hole into the house so I could run some electrical. And as I pull it off, I look through the crack and there huh. inside the crack is some of the snake. Ah! You know how they shed their skin and stuff? Yeah. I'm just going to say, I believe it was that same snake. Uh, yeah, it was. And um, I uh, I pooped a little bit then, too. So uh, <laughs> You better hope it. it was, John. Don't take it for granted. If, that, if there's another snake in there, you need to get them to get it out and just keep coming back until there's no more snakes. I'm, I'm telling you with this, this hits close to home because I feel the same way about mice and rats yeah, yeah. that I do about snakes. And I, I, mm. I, those that follow me on um, Gospel of Kennison and those that follow me here on this show know that for the last several months, because of a bad door that went rotten, we, we had a few mice come in the house. Yeah. And we got rid of all of them except for one that decided to live in one of in our furniture. It got oh. up it got up in in one of the couches and was living in a sectional and then it, it we chased it out and it got into a uh, an armchair and I even did a weekly update at one time about my daughter sitting in the armchair and then <laughs> me pulling the cushion out and the daggum mouse was right there on top of it. But, riding the cushion. Yeah, riding it, riding it like a, a flipping uh, parade float. Well, <laughs> my wife has been on this thing since she's been stuck at home. She has really, really taken it to heart that there can be only one. There can be only her or the mouse. And mm. we have done things like she's told me, I'm ready to throw the furniture out in the yard. Like, how much did we pay for this couch? And she'll tell me. And I'm like, you're crazy. We can't get rid. She's like, no, I will start over. It, we we got to get this animal out of the house. <laughs> we will sit on the floor. And and she says, because they're useless. We can't sit in the couches. They're, we don't even know where he is. So we were taking sections of the couch that we thought the mouse was in. And we would go and put it on the back porch. And I thought we're crazy. This is crazy. We're just welcoming in more rodents. He's going to leave. He's going to go out and get seven more of his friends and come back. Hey, you know? there's a great place to sleep over here. Come on, guys. Like de like the demons do. You know, he just, they right. find the place seven swept others. clean. He's going to go get seven more. So, um, so anyway, we did that. We, we put several sections outside and we sprayed it. We even tried to go natural with this, uh, peppermint, uh, essential oil spray. That, that when it sours, it smells like a, a baby from Taiwan, like like a plastic <laughs> a plastic baby made in Taiwan. That's what okay, it smells plastic. like. Sorry, okay. I didn't mean that Taiwanese babies smell bad. Um, <laughs> it just meant the babies that they make in, uh, in their big factories <laughs> smell bad. Anyway, let me back out of that one. Um, 
Anyway, long story short, my wife has this idea. She says, I'm just, I'm out of ideas. We've had traps everywhere. We've had sticky stuff everywhere. We've had boxes with sticky traps. We've put uh, cotton on the traps. We've put uh, syrup on the traps. We've put peanut butter on the traps. We've tried everything. And this mouse is super, super knowledgeable. But this week, he met his end, John. What? My wife. Right. My wife uh, found this spot underneath the cabinets and she's like, it's my last resort. I, I know we've seen him come and go from this area. I'm going to put a trap underneath a single snap trap right up under there. I'm going to lean a cushion over it so he'll feel at home. And I'm like, whatever, you know, because I've heard it all. And I don't I we've we've had uh, exterminators come out. We paid two hundred fifty dollars this exterminator and he did nothing. He couldn't get rid of the mouse. My wife does this the next morning. She says, we got him. And I'm like, what? she goes, the mouse must've got on the trap or something. Um, but it didn't trap him because he, he wandered about three feet away from where the trap was. And he's just laying there dead. Huh? And so we don't know if he got into the poison finally, or if he got on the trap and broke his back or something and then crawled helplessly away from the mm-hmm. trap, you know, and which I know is plucking your little heartstrings, John. But for me, it's <laughs> he was knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. Hey, 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 hey yeah. So anyway, <laughs> the, the rat, the mouse is gone and he is dead. Mm-hmm. And my wife was brave enough. She was so sick of him. She wouldn't have even touched him. Uh, prior to this, but she took a plastic bag, picked him up like you would dog poop out of the yard and, yes. and, and, and reversed the bag and tied it up and threw it in the dumpster in the back. And, mm. uh, that's where rats belong in the dumpster, man. They don't get no right. burial around my house, but, no. um, anyway, probably would have not buried it either. So we both have animal free homes and that is amazing. Yes. And amen. And amen. Oh, hallelujah. I'm a little, a little hyped up tonight. Hey, that's all good. It's all, all right. good. Use that energy. We're almost out of time. Oh man, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I, that no, story. no, it's my fault. I, I drug it out. It was, I, it was my experience. It was personal. Um, let me just read one story from a listener, and we'll save the rest of them for next week. Okay. All right, this story fits with the snake uh, idea. Even though all of our stories this week uh, pretty much came from middle schoolers and uh, homeschools. I mean, everybody's homeschooled these days. But, right, right. Uh, this is called Satanic Scare. Hi, call me Lucy, please. Uh, so I have a story to okay, share with Lucy. y'all from the depths of my childhood. It was only my freshman. It, 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 it was the only freshman... I was the only freshman in high school. I can't even read right. I was my only freshman in my high school photography class other than the hottest guy in class. He was a jock that we'll call Steve. I wanted to impress him and earn cool points because I was firmly a nerd and I was the only girl in class with a side shave. Bad hair days, she says. (laughs) So anyway, we went on a field trip to the Elk Lodge. This lodge was basically... A cult hotel, very creepy, with satanic symbols and paintings of goats on the walls. Wow. Okay? So, I don't know. I don't know what kind of lodge it is, but it was formerly belonged to a cult. So, 
we went there to take pictures for t- photography. You know, great place to take pictures where the demons yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, ghost or something. Yeah. Uh, I found a secret room in a secret hallway with Steve and a junior girl. And I thought it was pretty cool that I got to hang out in a cozy secret room with a popular upperclassman and Steve. So mm. the room was pretty small and the lighting was bad for pictures. So Steve and the girl left to go join the rest of the class. No, you don't. You don't leave me. No, don't you leave me. I've seen enough movies. I know that's, that's the bad news right there. The, the nerdy one goes off by themselves. Yeah. And the popular one and the jock, they go off and the first one to die. Yeah. Anyway, the door closed behind them and I was left alone in the secret room. I turned to the door to leave, but also out of the corner of my eye, I saw another door, another secret room. I thought, and I turned toward that door no. In creepy Alice in Wonderland fonts, there was letters on the door that said this way. So I turned the crystal knob door to open it. No, you didn't. You have no sense. That's why they wanted to call you Lucy. Because you don't want to say your real name because you're a crazy girl. Anyway, to my dismay, instead of finding another secret room, the door opened up to a wall. Run! Run! <laughs> Run! <laughs> Run, run, Lucy, run. <laughs> They're coming for Get you. Away. Get out of the, the house. The cultists run. are still there. Anyway, there was just a painted brick wall behind this door and painted on the door was a skeleton dressed like Uncle Sam. I swear this what? was not a dream. Come now, on now. There's a punchline. It's got to be. After I, I, I read through it. It's, it's what it is, man. It's not a joke. After opening the skeleton door, a couple of clicking sounds ran through the room. At this point, I was freaking out and being a history buff. The the Murder Castle Hotel, uh, uh, the most famous 1800s American serial killer worked in, went through my mind. You've heard about that guy, right? The, what? The, no. the Murder Castle? No. Oh, man. Look it up. Look it up. There was a guy in right. the 1800s. It was during the World's Fair, and he built a house specifically to kill people in no yes and it had secret entrances and exits and it had gas-filled chambers and uh, an incinerator in the basement and the whole thing oh yeah it's a real live thing and that's where she thought she was she said i thought i'd started some sort of mechanicalism mechanical thing and i was gonna get gassed and pass out and wake up and be part of some satanic sacrifice Did I mention this place was terrifying and used to be for a cult? Yes, you did. I only had one thought in my mind at that point. Get out. That's right. There's a movie called that. And it's a very good thing to say when you're in a bad place. Get out. I turned. That's what I told James. Get out. Get out. I I turned (laughs) to the door. That's what you say to the devil when he comes to get out. By God. Uh, I turned the door. And I had come to, I, I turned to the door I had come through and grabbed the doorknob, which rattled loosely. It didn't work. And then I, I looked fully at the door and there were 15 knobs on this door. And the words in the same font as the other door saying the other way, which I swear was not there when I went in the room with Steve. And I really started panicking. Yeah, it was there. You just didn't see it because you weren't looking at the back of the door. So I tried all the doorknobs and none of them worked. And I resorted to yelling and pounding on the door. After all, losing my dignity is still better than losing my life. I heard. <laughs> right. I heard. Right, the, say what? 
I said, that's right, Lucy. Yeah, there you go. I heard the rest of the photography class on the other side of the door, but none of them sounded too concerned about me being trapped in a hellscape. Suddenly, I saw one thing in the door that was different from all the other knobs, meaning it was not a knob. There was a handle on the right side handle of the door, so I pulled it, and the door swung open easily. And on the other side was <clears throat> Steve cracking up at how dumb I was. And it turned out I had never been locked in there. The clicking mechanism was just the heater turning on in the building. And the only thing that would have been murdered was my own stupidity, Lucy. Oh, man. What an experience. That was a great story. And frightening. I'm going to be honest. I believe it. I believe it 100%. True story. And it scared the crap out of me. (laughs) Lucy. Well, thank you so much, guys and gals. That is it for this show. It is time for us to G.O. I hope you enjoyed John's story because it was great. Hey, do you have a funny story about a um, a snake being up in your freaking attic? Well, mm. keep it to yourself because I've had enough for now. <laughs> <laughs> Just bless, bless the other podcasts that, that are out there with it for me. Why don't you? Whatever you've you got, though, seriously, though, send your stories, email or audio to that story show at gmail.com. And if we use your story, we owe you a sticker. Email us your address. And uh, that story show.com is the website. Review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us because that helps. And thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Dave O'Keefe, Yanu Streisbeck, and Carrie Wright. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today, including that micro podcast that I was telling you about. Uh, today, just go over to patreon.com slash that story show and sign up. And remember, when something weird, annoying, gross, embarrassing, or slithery happens to you, don't get depressed, don't get stressed, and don't bother Mike. Just go up in the attic and say, you know what? I'll take care of this moaning self because this is going to belong on that story show. Well, I'm out of here. Bye. Dad, love it. I have no emotional energy left. It is gone. I I wouldn't want to do it again. I don't, I don't want ever, ever. Snakes never. No. <laughs> oh. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.